This is The Dirty on 30, a podcast that spills the tea on everything 30s. Join your hosts, Melissa and Anna, as they dish on life, relationships, and whatever else they can think of. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Dirty on 30. My name's Melissa. My name is Anna. And this week we're just going to kind of chat about life and what we've been up to for the past couple of weeks. The last episode was pre-recorded because I was gone at Coachella. So Anna and I haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we haven't caught up either. So, And we will take advantage of this time to catch each other up and you guys as well. Yeah. So I guess we might as well start with me and Coachella then because I had a great time and Anna hasn't heard any of my stories yet. No, I have not heard any stories. (laughs) So I really, I truly honestly had a great time. 10 out of 10 weekend would go back next year. Absolutely recommend it to everybody. I had a great time. Yeah. So I got there on Thursday because I was camping on the lot and... I got there about noon on Thursday because I didn't particularly leave really early in the morning on Thursday. The people who are really competitive about getting the best campsites at Coachella get there at like four in the morning on Thursday. Oh, gosh. To get in as close as possible to the festival. Yeah. Because they just fill up the campsites kind of first come, first serve Mm -hmm. as they go. Well, when I showed up, they had just finished filling up the like second closest lot And they were moving to the third lot, but they had a spot right at the front of the second lot that they just needed one car to fill because so many people show up in groups. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So think of it as like I did the single rider line. That's what I was going to say. You did the single rider. Of Coachella where they were like, are you just one car by yourself? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, we've got a spot for you. So I had a great campsite because I was at the very front of lot two. Yeah. Like on the corner. Where they just didn't, they needed one more car to fill it in. Yeah, yeah. That was super fun. So I was really close to everything. I was close to the store at the campground. I was close to the showers, close to the bathrooms, close to the like venue where they hold the campground disco on Thursday night. Yeah. It was just, yeah, it was just great luck and timing. And for all that they said on their website that they'll like tear your whole car apart to search for for drugs or weapons or things you're not allowed to have at the venue. Like, uh-huh. they took one look at me and decided I was harmless. <laughs> they basically did not search my car at all. Like, they physically opened the trunk, but I had everything in the back in bags. Like, all my camping gear was in one big bag, and, like, all yeah. of my cooking stuff was in, like, a big tup- Tupperware tub kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they didn't open either bag or tub. Like, I could have had a 500 pounds of drugs in that bag, <laughs> and they wouldn't have known because they didn't even open. Like, they took... They did the most cursory search of my car. Yeah. They opened every door and were like, she looks harmless. (laughs) And then I was in. That's funny. They didn't even open the ice chest. Really? Yeah. They were just like, do you have any glass? Because you're not allowed to have any glass. Yeah. And I was like, nope. And they were like, you're good to go. So you could have snuck in so much alcohol, so many drugs. I absolutely could have. I decided that I must have just looked really harmless, though, because... The next day when my coworker and his girlfriend showed up in their car, they got like everything torn apart. Yeah. Dang. Like their whole car was searched. Yeah. Like top to bottom. He had a, he's a big baseball fan and he had like a commemorative like baseball bat 
that just kind of lives in his trunk that yeah. he didn't even think about. And they wanted to like take it and throw it away as a weapon. <gasps> oh and he God. was like, he was like, that's like, it was like a baseball bat that they gave away at a game, like a, yeah. a souvenir kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, that's irreplaceable. Like he made them check it for him in the like, expensive luggage check and was like, I'll come back for it. Oh my God. Because they only wanted to check. You're not allowed to have like big speakers or anything at the campground. Uh-huh. You're not allowed to just like go and blast music and throw your own party. That makes sense. So the, okay. the check is mostly supposed to be for electronics that aren't allowed. Like, like you know, $2,000 speaker systems that they're confiscating. Yeah. But he made them check his baseball bat. Oh <laughs> He's God. like, I'll be back for that. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, they tore his vehicle apart. That's funny. And mine, they barely even glanced. So <laughs> we can tell who's the sketchier looking one at work. <laughs> That's so funny. And then I met up with, so he didn't show up, my coworker and his girlfriend, they didn't show up until Friday morning. Uh, She had to work on Thursday. So I was there Thursday night by myself at the campground and the campground does a bunch of like campground activities the first day. So there's a hike up a hill and watch sunset kind of thing. And then there's a a disco that night at the campground with a DJ. Mm -hmm. So I met up with a solo group of Coachella goers that were all mostly international peeps, like some girls from Scotland, a dude from Belgium, a Palestinian guy, some Canadian guys like that. And I hung out with them all evening Thursday and went to the disco with them. And that was a lot of fun, just kind of dancing and relaxing and got my campsite all set up. But I'm very comfortable camping. So I was very comfortable camping and I took food with me. So I like cooked, cooked like brats and, you know, barbecue chips Nice. For for dinner that night. And I was having a great time. But a lot of the people in that campground appeared to have been 19-year-olds that have never camped before in their life. <laughs> yep. So they were not nearly right. as comfortable as I was, per se. Yeah. A lot of them had more of the attitude at the end of the night. Like, I literally heard one girl say to somebody else, like, like we have to go back to camp and I'm not going to be able to sleep because <laughs> I can't sleep on an air mattress kind of thing. And Whereas in my head, I was like, finally, it's time to go back to bed. I'm going to sleep so well tonight. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? I was having a good time. Yeah. I'm very comfortable camping. Yeah. And the food there was ridiculously expensive. So I'm glad I cooked my own dinner because that first night while I was cooking brats and stuff at my site, the people who were next to me at their site paid $70 a pizza for three pizzas for their group. Yeah. And that was like $210 for pizza. Are you kidding me right now? Oh my gosh. That's ridiculous. Yeah. At that point, it would have been cheaper to like Uber to an actual pizza place in town and bring it back. Yeah. So you're allowed to just like leave and come back? Is that- You can leave and come back as long as you have your wristband on. Yeah. You have to have your wristband okay. on the whole time and you got to go through security every time. So they would have to check your pizza and make sure you're not smuggling anything in. <laughs> but yes, you are allowed to go back in okay. and out. Okay. So that's good. That's not bad then. I, however, did not leave at any point in time because there was no No point. point. Yeah. Okay. And then the second day, like I said, my coworker showed up that morning and we started going to the festival and the festival was just a lot of fun. And I tried really hard to do everything. So the first day I just kind of did like a lap of every stage to see what they all looked like. Yeah. I went and got my nails done for free. Harry Styles' lifestyle brand was doing free manicures. Oh, you did do it. Okay. Yeah. So I went and got a free free manicure the first day before the line got long. There were two different secret bars at Coachella, a tiki bar and an 80s bar. And I went to both of those because why not? (laughs) 
And I just, in general, I had a really good time. And the first night was Harry Styles as the headliner. He was fantastic. He brought out Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. They did Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Oh, okay. Together. He was wearing this great, like, sequin jumpsuit thing. Yeah. Um, nice. But it was just a it was just a really good time. I mean, all it was really the rest of the weekend was just more of the same. Morning at the campsite, make breakfast, relax, shower, like clean up, get cute. Then you, at noon you could go into the festival, and because the campsite was so close, we'd go in at noon and and just like wander the small stages and just if you heard because I didn't know a lot of the smaller artists by name. Yeah. So if you hear something you're interested in, stop and listen for a while. I listened to a Africana rapper called Sampa the Great. She was amazing. Hmm. One okay. day, there was one set that was going on. I didn't even catch their name, but they had like an electric harp on the stage. What? That was funny. Just kind of wandered around and any vibe that you liked, you just kind of hang out at. And then about mid-afternoon, like three, four o'clock, we'd head back to camp make some more food, have some drinks, you know, pre-game while you're drink, drink alcohol while you're out at the campsite to avoid yeah. paying $15 a drink inside. Mm-hmm. Then when it's starting to get towards the evening headliners, like eight o'clock, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, head back in for the, for the big headliners. And I will say my favorite set of the whole weekend was Danny Elfman. I like him a lot. Hmm, okay. He's amazing. He was the lead singer of Oingo Boingo in the 80s. <laughs> okay. But uh, he's yeah. also f- very famous for composing music scores. So he wrote like the Simpsons theme song oh, and okay. the Spider-Man theme and the Batman theme. And Interesting. Like, okay. He's done a bunch of, he did, he does everything Tim Burton. So he's Jack Skellington in oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Okay. That's where I, I've heard him. Yeah. That's so awesome. he, he hasn't performed as himself, he said in 27 years, this is the first time that they've gotten him back on a stage wow, to do okay. his own set. Yeah. So um, instead of just being up there as part of like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of thing or or, yeah. a, or a movie score like a concert, whatever that would be called. <laughs> <laughs> so he was up there. He had like a full orchestra behind him. He had the guitarist from Oingo Boingo with him from the 80s. And he had an amazing set. And it's just one of those sets where because he never really tours, Mm -hmm. like it was one of those, if you don't see him now, you might never see him again kind of sets. So you're good. Yeah. That's awesome. It was so good though. That was my favorite set of the, of the weekend. weekend. Nice. But yeah, I had a great time. The weather was perfect. I absolutely would do it again. The weather the second weekend was way worse. So I kind of feel bad for all the weekend two peeps out there. Plus everything's like already all stepped on and yes, everything's dusty. all just dusty and things. It was definitely yeah. getting dusty by the end of the first weekend. Yeah. I can only imagine how it gets for this weekend because of like stagecoach. After coach. two weekends of Coachella. Yeah. yeah then, then the poor stagecoach people. Yeah. So, but I mean, I've seen wonderful things about stagecoach already and things like that. So that's, yeah, that's just fun. wear a dust mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really wear a dust mask during the day at all at Coachella. It was just at night when everybody's leaving the main stage and walking in like one humongous herd back to the campsites. Yeah. That's when you needed the dust mask uh, because everybody's sense. just stomping it up and you're just walking in this crowd of cloud of dust. Yeah. So I almost never wore my dust mask during the day. Though I had it with me in my bag. Yeah. But at night, on the way back to camp. And I 
absolutely recommend everybody who does this does camp because at the end of the night, like eight minute walk back from the main stage to my campsite and I was home for the night. I feel bad for everybody who had to go do like two hours worth of shuttles to get back to their hotels. Hotel, yeah. That would I mean, suck. yes, it would have been nice to have like my own hotel shower to go back to instead of the campsite showers. Yeah, but you're used to camping, so then right. it's like no big deal to you, I right. think, I feel like. But but it was really nice to be able to just go straight back. And like I said, to have that midday break where you could go back, have a couple more beers at the site, have some yeah. food, get back in. Again. So are you thinking of doing it again next year? I absolutely would do it again next year, but... I don't know how much tickets will cost and if it's going to hit at a bad time when I'm trying to buy a house yeah. or pay for our trip to Israel. So possibly I will wait until closer to next April and then buy secondhand tickets okay. if they're not super up Too bad. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of, I still would love to do stagecoach too. So, but they're so close together that like, well, it since really I did is one or the other. Coachella this year, maybe we could do stagecoach next yeah, year. Yeah, that'd be fun. We'll see. We'll decide. Right. It yeah. also might be nice because, I mean, I had a great time. Don't get me wrong. But none of the artists, none of the headliners were my absolute favorites. Oh, yeah. It, How was the weekend? The weekend in Swedish House Mafia was good. Their set was nice. But they had this huge um, ring, like, stage feature thing, like, stage statue mm -hmm. that they had to bring out. And they were only supposed to have, like... 30 minutes between the set before them that I think was Doja Cat was right before them. Yeah. So there was like supposed to be 30 minutes between Doja Cat and the final set. And it took them like an hour and a half to get that damn ring on the stage. What the heck? So, and this was the end of the, the whole weekend and I had been walking and standing so much the whole weekend that yeah. like my ankles were just killing me. And I was like, can they please get this ring on the stage so that we can... <laughs> So that we can start. I'm yeah. ready. Like, I was, I was like, over that set before it even started. Uh, I see. Okay. So he was good, but I was not. Yeah. I, I was not vibing as much as I could have been. And I saw for weekend two that they actually put on the schedule a bigger block of time between Doja Cat and the weekend. Yeah. So they, like, scheduled it in for weekend two. Which would be better because the problem was everybody was already like all sardined because the show was supposed to start. Yeah, yeah. So then you can't even just like sit down and relax. You're all sardined while you wait for that hour. Yeah. So they put a bigger chunk of block, a bigger block of time in for weekend two. And that uh, probably saved a lot of people from yeah. having to stand for an hour for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um, right. but, but he was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know, I've seen him one time and he was good, but... They started with Swedish House Mafia, mm -hmm. which is like a DJ trio, right? Yeah. Um, so then they did like a transition where like Swedish House Mafia remixed one, of, remixed one of the weekend's songs and he did the vocals live. Oh, okay. And then like Swedish House Mafia left the stage and the weekend was the only one left on the stage and then he did his set. Yeah. So it, was, it had a good flow, like, and a great transition song. It just, like I said, I was just tired. It was Real the end. <laughs> it was the end of a long weekend, yeah, and a lot of a lot of watching sets. So he was good, but I I was over it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you had a blast. So maybe we'll go next year. Maybe I'll save some money for that. I don't know, or stagecoach, whichever. But 
Yeah, like I said, Sounds possibly fun. we'll buy scalper tickets at the end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, because they go in, on sale soon. Not soon, but like midsummer. Yeah, midsummer. Yeah. yeah, in a couple awesome. months. And then you wait so long to find out. January like, is when they the do the lineup. lineup. Yep. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy. Yeah. If you could just buy like secondhand tickets at price, you know, like. You I could this year because nobody wanted to go. In fact, secondhand ticket market was lower than than price. Really? Yeah, people were selling their because the tickets were originally like six hundred bucks. Yeah, people were selling them for like three fifty on on uh, the week leading up to Coachella. Dang! When when Kanye dropped out, yeah, everybody who bought tickets secondhand to go see Kanye was trying to drop their tickets. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Damn, I should have tagged. I should have <laughs> jumped on that. I could have joined you. <laughs> but yeah, so Coachella was my big life update for the past couple of weeks. So we should give Anna a chance to jump in. <laughs> well, my life was not that exciting these past what she's couple been up of weeks. To. Uh, mainly just work for me. I've just, I've had both jobs. So I was working at my main job and then I was working at Seas Candies which is always fun. I even volunteered to work on Easter. I didn't even know we were open on Easter, actually, for that matter. Right? um, A lot of places aren't. Yeah. So I thought we were actually closed, but it was like only a six-hour shift. So I was like, I'll do it. Why not? Might as well. We had a little potluck. Um, But other than that, my life's been pretty mellow right now. Nothing much to update other than the fact that, you know, I'm moving back home uh, for a little while, probably, I don't know, I haven't decided how long, if I'm moving with Melissa, if she wants to even rent to me. Really depends what place I get. (laughs) Yeah, really depends. If I get a place. It depends on her, it depends on me, it depends on my, you know, how I'm doing money-wise and stuff. But yeah, I'm moving back home, trying to save money. You'll be closer to work again. I'll be closer to work again. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. And you'll be closer to me. I won't have to drive out here every weekend. Yeah, you won't have to drive all the way out here. And that's, you know, that's a good thing. And then we, we might even, like, it'd be easier to meet halfway now. <laughs> right? We could start meeting up places again? Yeah, we can start meeting up places again. So that's, like, my big update. I have about two weeks to go. Let's see what else have I done. Nothing, you know, actually, nothing if I much. thought about it, I have a whole stash of cardboard boxes in the corner of my place right now that I'm saving up for when I'm going to move. You could yeah. borrow like a bunch of boxes if oh, you need yeah, to move small things. Oh yeah, I do need to move small <laughs> things. So if you can let me borrow boxes, right. that would be great. Just, you can have just them. Just funnel them back in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> just, you can have them as soon as I move, as, as soon as I unpack. So that'd be, that'd be great actually. Yeah. I got a whole stash of uh, families, Amazon boxes. Yeah. Everybody in the family has just been giving me boxes. Nice. I have. I need to... Actually, I was going to go to Seize Candies and see if they were going to give me... If they could possibly give me any boxes. Because they have a lot of boxes, obviously, there. Uh, and that's always nice if you get it from a shipper or a receiver. Because they tend to all be the same size and shape. Yeah. Exactly. So then they stack nice. Yes. So, so hopefully, I can get some there. I can borrow some. And then just this week, I had dinner with my cuz cuz and his wife, and we went to that restaurant that I wanted to go for my birthday, Calaveras. Right. So we went to there. We went there, and that was really fun. It's kind of like Tempo. Right. Very similar vibe, but different at the same time. Which one did you go to? I went to the one here. 
Yeah, so I didn't go to the one in Puente Hills. Obviously, I wanted to be closer to where I'm at. <clears throat> so we went to that one. It's, it's a little bit, it looks small, actually, but it was really fun. It was just really loud and, like, trying to catch up with them because I don't really see my cousin very often, okay? So right. uh, he lives in, like, the middle of nowhere, you guys, and visiting him is always a struggle because it's drive i'm so sorry and then yeah it's okay i got some cousins that live way out and if they're listening to them they know which ones they are so it was great to see him it was great to catch up uh we have plans to hang out again soon so hopefully that happens but you know i haven't seen him I actually had gone to see him a couple months ago to his new house where he lives but before that i hadn't seen him since like last may so we had a lot of catching up to do, and it was really kind of hard to talk with all the the loudness of the restaurant. But you know what? It got me back into like reggaeton again because they play like they were playing like a lot the of Maluma and Bad Bunny, and they were playing like uh, Pitbull, and they were playing like just a good variety of things, songs that I really hadn't heard. Okay, so I have a dumb white girl question. Yes, have you heard of Grupo Firme? Firme. Yes, they played Coachella. Oh, oh yeah, I yeah, watched yeah. their set. Oh really? Yeah, they were great. They have. They actually just. I was um I, when I was cooking breakfast this morning, they popped up on the Maluma radio with this with the with the song with Maluma like a coll- collaboration. Right. So I was like, "What? This is like interesting. Like this is like I would not like put those two together." Right. But um, but yeah. So then that was I would that was what I did. But other than that, just work. Not really. Right. My life hasn't been too exciting i haven't really i'm not trying to go out as much because i'm really trying to save and pay for israel yeah um it's okay i have not been going out much either and then you are like my number one friend i really hang out with so right if you're not available (laughs) so like i don't really have that much but But we hung out a little bit we we did did. our puzzled night together yes we did and we're getting better at that so our puzzled night we've been going to this this puzzle event called Puzzled Pint, Mm -hmm. where you show up and you solve a bunch of logic puzzles and like crossword puzzles and word puzzles and number puzzles and things like that Mm -hmm. while you're drinking at a brewery. They hold it at a different brewery every month. Yeah. But they went on a whole COVID Omicron like shutdown again this winter. So Anna and I had gone twice and then it got shut down. It was only virtual. Finally this month, finally it was back on. So we went and that was a lot of fun. We are getting better at it, but we got stuck on that one and it was the easiest one. one. It was the easiest. Like once we got the one hint. They have them ranked like level one, level two, level three, level four, level five, and five is the hardest. And this one was was a level level two. two. Yeah. And we were like, but we did the level five one. We just can't figure out how to do the level two one. We were just, we were, you were doing we were it right. Yeah, you were doing it right. It was just, we weren't necessarily like we seeing were the bigger picture in terms of like, oh, it's just this simple. Like we were trying to be too methodical when it was too like, tricky. yeah, when we were just, <laughs> it was just like right in front of us, but it was fun. Yeah. I still haven't told my parents that I come with two pets, so that'll be interesting conversation to have with them now that I, I have two children. <laughs> right. Well, the one child is fairly low maintenance. It's the other yeah, child. it's the other child that's going to be a problem, Madeline. <laughs> come Where on, we weren't naming names. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie. <laughs> but, I mean, I might just 
kind of lie for now and say that I'm still just fostering her. Right. Because then they kind of like have a couple weeks kinda, to get used to her yeah. before they're like, hey, when's she leaving? Yeah. And then I would be like, surprise, I adopted her just because she's mine. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it's what's going all on. Good. I still consider Ryan to be a foster. He's been with <laughs> He's me for been years. With years. <laughs> He's yours already. <laughs> I got two cats and that one stepchild. <laughs> Well, yeah, so that's that's kind of nothing nothing major on, on my side. I don't think. I mean, I've been working alone at work right now. My coworker is on vacation. She's in Mexico having the time of her life. So it's just kind of been me, which it's been slow, so it hasn't really affected me too much. Right. And well, um, I haven't done much either other than Coachella. I mean, it's just been work Getting getting yeah. caught back up on work and and still touring houses. The house hunt is not successful yet. Fingers crossed on that. Yeah. And how is that going? A lot of houses in my price range came on the market this weekend. Oh, I think nice. people are starting to feel like like the market is peaking mm-hmm. because interest rates are rising, so prices are going to have to start dropping back down. Okay. So people are trying to like get their house on the market to get the highest price they can. So I feel like four places went up this week that were in my price range, but I'm still waiting to hear back from the place that I visited on Tuesday Yeah. to see if they'll accept my offer. They're supposed to get back to me tomorrow. So wish me luck. Yay. And otherwise I have some, I have some other properties in mind that I could submit an offer on but I don't really know what the etiquette is for submitting an offer on more than one house at a time yeah like what I'll go from having like every house rejecting me to like all seven houses have now said yeah (laughs) it's we're yours you know you don't want that to happen yeah so I'm trying to wait until I hear back from from last week's house before I put offers on on this week's house yeah but the one from last week was really nice. Like you could tell that the people who rented in it have lived in it for a long time and it just has like good character and it's really well, like all their furniture is really nice and it's really cute. And I feel really bad that I'd be kicking them out if I bought the house. Yeah, that sucks. But I mean, but that's life. <laughs> but you can tell they've taken really good care of it. Yeah. No, that's, that would And suck. it was super cute. And then it has... As I've told Anna, like an entire illegal apartment in the backyard. So if anybody wants to rent an entire illegal apartment, <laughs> I might have one. <laughs> but as far as I could tell, every place in Santa Ana has an illegal apartment somewhere. Yeah. Or every single one of add on some everyone sort of. I've looked at has had like the garage turned into a bedroom or they've had the shed in the backyard turned <laughs> into a bedroom. It's like, what are you people doing? Yeah. But this one's got, like, the whole shebang, like, kitchen, bathroom, bedroom. So you're going to have to tear that down? Possibly. Before I sell it, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Or just find somebody who wants to buy it with an illegal apartment in the backyard. (laughs) But then what are you going to do with it? You're just going to rent it out? Yeah, possibly. Possibly to you. (laughs) Possibly. That's true. Here I am. But I don't know. We will see. So moving on to guilty pleasures. So last year, I, midsummer or not midsummer, but I don't know, sometime in the summer, I saw like an ad for Knott's to get a season pass for this year. And I was like, yeah, like I can't afford the Disney pass. So I'm going to buy the Knott's pass and I'm going to, I'm just going to go. 
because I'm going to have the meal plan and then like do what my brother did and just go to eat. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So that sounded like amazing plan in my head. I'm like, I'm buying it in August and I still have like all the rest of this year. Like they let you use it for the rest of last year into this year. Right. I was like, I'm just going to use it so much. I'm going to get my money's worth. Well, I used it twice. twice. (laughs) I used it twice right before Soak City closed. I used it both times for Soak City. And actually, no, I lied. And then I used it one time to go to Knott's um, just just to use it for like Labor Day or something like that, rather. I don't remember. Right. And then I haven't used it since. (laughs) But then... Uh, they had the Boysenberry Festival this past uh, month, and I had never really been to it. So I was like, I'm going to go before it ends. Like, I have a pass. But because I've been working so much, like, on weekends and things, and, and then during the week, the park closes really early. So I just haven't had a chance to go. I finally had a weekend off. And I finally went to the Boysenberry Festival. So that was my guilty pleasure is just trying all the Boysenberry stuff that they have to try. So like you get a tasting card and you get six tastings and it's like 50 bucks or something, which it's ridiculous, but whatever. I mean, it's worth it, I guess. And it has... There's, it's an amusement park. Yeah, it's an amusement park. So there's like alcoholic drinks, there's um, food and snacks and, and, and pastries and... Um, so I went on a Saturday morning, and it was the last weekend, and it was so crowded. It was so hot. Probably was obviously the second weekend of Coachella, so that's probably why it was you know it was hotter and you right. know, it was that weekend that was like in the high some 80s weird weather, and yeah. 90s or something, and it was just exhausting. I didn't want to be there, so I tried like three things, or not even three things. I don't even know. I like two things and um we I tried the I think it was the chili so it was like boysenberry chili with That's mac and cheese odd yeah and with I don't like think Fritos. I would have ever thought about boysenberry chili but Fritos and chili yeah do that all Fritos the time at home and, okay so like my family does that yeah so like Jesse had never heard of that and I was like Fritos and chili is totally a thing the way we like, do it is one can of chili and a um block of cream cheese melt the cream cheese into the chili uh-huh and then scoop it up with the big Fritos oh yeah okay oh like the big scoop ones yeah the big yeah. scoop ones yeah so that was actually Honestly, I couldn't taste any boysenberry, to be honest. So, mind you, it might have been in the boysenberry. It might have been mac and cheese, or it might have been in the either way. I actually, but either way, I I didn't. I personally didn't really taste it. But that was the point of the boysenberry fest. Like it was weird stuff. It was like pozole with like boysenberries on top. Interesting. Which was. I mean, the pozole was good. Here, I thought it was just going to be like boysenberry jam, boysenberry pie. No, and then they had like a um, a elote, you know, like corn, yep. street corn uh-huh. with mayo and uh, cheese. And then they had boysenberry butter. So like the butter was boysenberry and it was so good. Like it was like, and then because the corn was kind of sweet. Right. So then like it just mixed well mm-hmm. with like, uh, it was just, it was good. And then they had like a boysenberry mousse cake. That was good. Okay, I'm telling you guys this, but it was over two days because I ended up going back on Sunday again 
um, because the first day, like I said, it was exhausting and terrible and I just wanted to go home. And then the second day we went right at opening and we were like there, we were on it and um, we got everything done so super quick. I had like boysenberry beer and then boysenberry cider and then I had boysenberry mudslide something rather that was like creamy and milky and I probably shouldn't have had it. And what else did I try? That might have been it. I feel like I tried a lot of drinks. Right. Which I should have probably had more, but I'm really picky. So even even me just trying like some of the stuff that I tried. Oh, they had this like trio of sausage, but I like my sausage like well done. Right. And it was just like too jiggly for me. Like it was just like it was a little undercooked for my taste. So I didn't really like it. And that was had. Um, oh, my God. What is what was it called? It wasn't in the actual it wasn't in the actual sausage or the peppers. It was in, a, like, they put something, like some, I don't know what it was called. I wish I had my card around here. I could tell you. Right. But they put the boysenberry whatever jam thing on the bottom, and then they put the, the trio of sausages on top. That that was not my favorite at all. I didn't like that. My favorite was, actually, the chili was really good, and the corn was, like, probably my favorite. Nice. But yeah, so that was fun. I always see everyone posting it, so I really wanted to try it before it was done. And then we'll see how many other times I go to knots. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's a that's, solid guilty pleasure. Yeah, it was delicious because I've never, I'm not adventurous like that, but I wanted to try to be, I guess. And when I first heard of the Boysenberry Festival, I thought it was just like that, like Boysenberry Jam. And like right. I have Boysenberry Cotton Candy right there. Like things like that. Like Right, sweets. Sweets, yeah. Things pastries. that you think of when you think of Boysenberry. Yeah, but it was not like that. And they had other items that you weren't part of the tasting that you can just buy. Like Boysenberry Tamales and things like that that were on the list. But you had to actually purchase those. Right. But I didn't try those. But I probably should have because... It's a tamal. Right. <laughs> and I'm Mexican and I should try it. But well, maybe next own. year. Yeah. Next year. But that's that's my guilty pleasure. So I was a little stressed this past week. <laughs> I got back from Coachella and I was getting back into work and back into house hunting and was just, like I said, a little bit of stressed. And we all know, or at least Anna and I know, that when I stressed, I tend to get stressed, I tend to spreadsheet yes. things. So my guilty pleasure of the week are spreadsheets. <laughs> So I kind of did two different spreadsheets, two different ways this week. The first was uh, the one side of my family is looking into going to to Europe, to the Netherlands in particular, next year on vacation and asked me to help them plan that. And you guys all know that I do like to vacation plan. <laughs> you should make money. This should be your side job. I should start a side gig. I really should. I need to hook myself up with a website. <laughs> so I spent... A solid day this week, putting together what would for, for me be the perfect two-week vacation to the Netherlands, but I need to show it to my family this weekend and see what they had in mind, because my idea of the perfect two weeks might not be their idea of yeah. the perfect two weeks. But at least you have like a But I did a lot of now. research, yes. So you, you so can I know more about what their yeah. options are yeah. than I did last week. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of the things, the other side of my family, my mom was telling me about a 
a TikToker who's famous for her cleaning spreadsheets, like how much you should clean every day. Yeah. And her approach to cleaning, which is like incremental cleaning, is what she called it. Mm-hmm. Where if you don't have the energy or the motivation or you're not the kind of person who goes and like cleans every part of your house every day. Yeah. You should set up an incremental spreadsheet where you, instead of cleaning the bathroom in one day, you break up the task into like, it's going to take me five days, but the bathroom is going to be clean kind of tasks. Yeah. So she was interested in it. She sent me a TikTok on it. We ended up making like a shared spreadsheet together with each of us are going to try it for the month of May, some incremental cleaning and see if it helps us clean up our houses a little better. So... I know cleaning doesn't sound like a fun, guilty pleasure, but the process of researching it and making a spreadsheet and chatting with my mom and sending TikToks back and forth was a fun yeah. part of the thing. But yeah, when you Google other people's cleaning spreadsheets, they're very much like every day you should be making your bed, clearing off every surface in the house, you know, vacuuming the entire place. A little excessive. Dusting. <laughs> Remember, we're taking like, baby steps with the stress from the rest. Right. <laughs> They're like, you could have your whole house clean in just 45 minutes of maintenance every day. And it's like, yeah, but first I need to do a month of cleaning to get myself to the maintenance point. <laughs> I can't just start the maintenance now. Yeah. So incremental cleaning and travel planning. Those were my guilty pleasures of the week. Spreadsheeting and research. <laughs> They're good, though. It and just helps gonna... me distract myself from other things. Yeah. Now you need a meal plan. Uh, I do need a meal plan. I brought home so much junk food from Coachella because I bought so much junk food to take to Coachella yeah. that I basically have been eating like chips and jelly beans on my couch for the past 10 days straight. And Which I is need, another guilty pleasure. I need to stop doing that. <laughs> that's an extra guilty one though. That's an extra, yeah, that's true. So wrapping things up, we have our good vibes section for the week. And this week, our good vibes are for Anna and her packing and moving adventures over the next week or two. Because as much as I feel like I don't have a lot of stuff, I have a lot of stuff. So much stuff when it comes to trying to get your stuff to fit back into your parents' place. I've done that before. Yeah. Been there. Done that. Yeah. so So much stuff. So that'll be fun. So I need all the good luck and good vibes so I can it can be transitioned smoothly because I really only have weekends to do it because it's such a far, not a far drive, but just traffic is so bad during the week. I don't know. Just throw a couple things in your car every morning and then drop them off on the yeah, way home. I was actually thinking of doing that. I was actually thinking. So we'll see. Just yeah. wish me luck. Good luck. <laughs> see you guys next time. If you're enjoying our podcast, please like and subscribe. We release a new episode every Tuesday. For bonus features, videos, extra content, and to keep us ad-free, please support us on Patreon. For throwback photos and a sneak peek behind the scenes, follow us on Instagram at the Dirty on 30 And if you have any recommendations for our guilty pleasures or Born in the 90s segments, shoot us an email at thedirtyon30 at gmail.com. Stay safe. We'll, we'll see, see you next week. week.